It's dry January, but perhaps we can take it a step further. Today, we're talking about sober curiosity. Stay tuned. All right, snack attack crew, assemble. Feeling that mid-afternoon slump? Need a protein boost that doesn't involve boring protein bars? Well, let me introduce y'all to my new favorite obsession, wonderful pistachios. Y'all, these little green guys aren't just your average nut. They're protein powerhouses, packing a whopping six grams per ounce. That's over 10% of your daily value. And here's a confession. I used to be a cracker. You know, the kind of girl who enjoys the satisfying pop of opening each one. But let's be honest, sometimes convenience is king. And that's where their no-shell options comes in perfect for on-the-go snacking. Plus, they come in flavors like chili roasted and sea salt and vinegar. So there's something for everyone, even the picky gals. But here's the kicker. Wonderful pistachios are a complete protein, meaning they have all nine essential amino acids your body needs. So next time you're feeling sluggish, ditch the sugary treats and grab a handful of these green gems. I promise y'all they will keep you fueled and feeling your best, whether you're conquering carpool duties or crushing deadlines. And seriously, these are my go-to snack. I keep a bag in my purse. I keep one at the office. I even stash a few on the side of my bed for those late night cravings. This year, I want you to treat yourself to something delicious and good for you. So head over to wonderfulpistachios.com and explore their amazing flavors and sizes. Trust me, your taste buds and your body will thank you. Ladies, let's talk real talk here. You probably have days when the PMS has you feeling like you could eat anything in sight. My goodness, the cravings and the general discomfort. Well, say goodbye to those days with Hormone Harmony from Happy Mammoth. Let's dive into why Hormone Harmony is not just another supplement, but a true game changer. First off, it's not just a trend. It's a phenomenon. Social media is buzzing with women singing praises about Hormone Harmony. In fact, a bottle flies off the shelves every 24 seconds. Can y'all believe that? Now let's talk about Happy Mammoth, the brilliant minds behind this wonderful product. They're all about making your life easier, and that means no compromises on quality. They've meticulously crafted Hormone Harmony using only science-backed ingredients proven to work wonders for women like us. But here's my favorite part. Hormone Harmony contains adaptogens, nature's little miracle workers. These herbal extracts help your body adapt to life stressors, especially those pesky hormonal changes that can throw us off balance. And here's the kicker. Hormone Harmony isn't just for menopause. It's your secret weapon against those hormonal imbalances that can wreak havoc on your life. From hot flashes and night sweats to racing thoughts and low moods, Hormone Harmony has got your back. And yes, it even tackles the occasional bloat and that not tonight boo feeling. (laughs) The real benefit here, the real win, feeling like yourself again. That's why countless women are raving about it in over 17,000 glowing reviews. We love a verified product, honey. Now here's your chance to experience the magic firsthand. For a limited time, you can get a fabulous 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code BRAVADO at checkout. So what are you waiting for, homegirl? Say hello to balanced hormones and goodbye to those days of feeling like a roller coaster. Your journey to hormone harmony starts now. Welcome to the Black Girl Bravado podcast, your weekly fix for all things mental health and wellness. I'm Brittany. And I'm Germany. And not only are we besties, but we're your besties. 
You heard me right. It's homegirl vibes here. Get ready for the girls to dish the real, the raw, and the fucking funny. And listen, we may drag you, but it's always in love. Let's start the show, cuties. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Welcome back, y'all. Hello. Hi. Hello. And how do you do? We're from the Pop Warner here. Pop Warner. I think we can still be sent. For the rest of this month. Yeah, I see my dinner today. I said Happy New Year. Yeah, when you first see someone and it's in January, you haven't had any interaction with them yet. Then, of course, you've you started off. off with the Happy New Year. How has your holiday been? Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year. Definitely. I like it. A little I like intro. It. Mm-hmm. But anyway, hi, y'all. Welcome back. If you're new here, welcome. And if you're listening and you don't know, we have a YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. So you can watch us have this conversation on YouTube. The link is in the bio. Yeah, we know a lot of girls are visual learners. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Hit the bell. (laughs) Turn your notifications on. All of the things. So how are you today? I'm well. What's good? What's up? Girl. Um, I'm like, come on, (laughs) damn. I had to gather myself my thoughts. I'm just returning off at the heels of an amazing vacation. Mm-hmm. You may hear a little bit of the sickness in my voice that I'm trying to fight through. Mm-hmm. But baby, I had a time in Africa, Ghana, mm-hmm. Accra, Ghana, to be exact. A time was motherfucking had. It really was. I'm really sad to be back. I'm happy, but I'm sad. Bittersweet. I'm, I'm happy because it's home, but that was home too. Yeah, bitter, that bittersweet. That felt like home too. So it what was, was a your great favorite kickoff. part of the trip? <sighs> the energy, mm-hmm. the people, the beautiful black people. You know, we are, it was just black people from all over, you know, like black people from Europe, black people from the States, black people from different parts of Africa, all coming together to have a good time. Mm-hmm. And, it was just so beautiful to see. Good it really was. Fun. I really, I don't know if it was necessarily clean. It wasn't clean. <laughs> you know what I mean when I say clean. So, like, you know, when people gather, you don't, you know, no drama. Yeah, no folk, no, no Yeah, beef, yeah, no, that's what I no, mean by no clean. No issues. Now, yes. what you do to make it dirty right. is fine, but. Dirty. Yeah. Dirty. Dirty. December. That's dirty fine. December. But we want no drama. No drama. Yeah. I saw no drama. Yeah, that's the vibe. With hella you know? black people. Yeah. Cute. I really enjoyed myself. I'm glad. I'm glad. Nothing like being away, kicking off the new year, being in some good energy. That that's damn near like the fuel, right? You know, it's like now we can ride off the catalyst, the setup. Yeah, for an amazing year. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I said I was in my fun girl era last couple episodes back, and I felt like I was definitely in a big, 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 big fun girl energy but shit i did need to come back to um recalibrate yeah i need to come back to get back grounded, to get grounded. yeah get grounded back to reality but it's nice to be able to escape and be in that energy for a little bit and be a little carefree and right. careless yeah and just have a good time have a good time yeah I'm I, to, I was so sick getting into the driver's seat of my car because you know you out of town you getting <laughs> ubers and everything mm-hmm. chauffeured and such so I have to get back into that driver's seat. I'm like, damn. 
but I'm here. You are here. You Anyways, are. how are you? And how there'll be you? more moments for you to go abroad and have other experiences. Definitely. I got some This stuff. is a setup right here. This sets up the plays. Lined up we got to be here to do We have to, to be here this, to, to for to do the that. life. Yes. What Meek Mill say? I had to, to grind like, like that to shine like this. <laughs> That's what he said. Okay. <laughs> I got to be here to, to go there. So it's all good. I'm glad you had a good time. And I'm glad you're back safely. This I'm is the first time I've seen this girl. It is. We're back. Guess who's back? Back again. I'm like, it only works when the girls are together. I know. I hate a separation. I miss you. I said, this you. probably how she, I missed you too. I said, this probably how she feel when I be gone. Exactly. Wait, I, I was waiting for my phone to, to ring. I'm when like. you be out of town thugging with your rounds. I kept in touch. I never be with my rounds. Well, you know, with your man. Right. I'm like, it I, get I rounds. kept in touch though. You did. You did. I didn't fall off the face of the earth. The first couple of days I said, my phone is dry. I said, let me give her a few days to get settled to the time. This is Girl, it was a major time difference. But the way that I was uh, living for the night. Yeah. I was still feeling like I was on. PST. Yeah. 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 It's easy to do. You know? Mm-hmm. Especially with all the adrenaline and the partying and things like that happen. You'd be like, okay, well, shit, we up and we out. Girl, going it's to bed at 7 a.m. I'm so glad I had a sleeping mask. So that I can put that on my face. And it just feels dark. Yeah. Yeah, that was smart. Feels that dark. was smart. I'm glad you had fun. I'm glad you were safe. Mm-hmm. You know, it, no issues. And the girl came back in one piece. I'm going to tell y'all favorite. the real details on Patreon. Because baby, there's some. I know them all, right? You know them. Okay. I'm they, the girls don't. Don't shock me now. Don't no, shock no, me. No. Don't shock no, me. No, 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 no. I'm not trying to get shocked. I mean, the details of the, the ins and outs. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Get over on Patreon mm-hmm. for that team. Well, yeah, I'm glad you're well. I'm feeling good. How was your New Year? My New, New Year, Year's Eve. My New Year's Eve was good. It was chill. Not chill, but it wasn't like crazy energy. I was here in L.A. Andres had a party that they threw at the Palladium, Hollywood Palladium. So it was nice. It was it was a cool way to ease into. But we already said like being home is dead for the New Year. Eh, it's kind of no Tino shade on anybody who likes to be home, but we prefer to be out. Mm-hmm. On a plane landed somewhere that's not home. Same. So next year we already have our plans to be away and I'm really looking forward to it. But I'm ready for the new year. I feel like the energy around this year is like we're going to get all of the fruit from the seeds that we've sown. Somebody said that 2024 is what we thought 2020 was going to be. Oh, okay. I can see it. We had all the hope and drive and zeal. And zest. Yeah. And then we got our asses sat down. Yeah. We're really standing up now. It's We're re- back up. Yeah. We're back up. Yeah. This is going to be and a manifestation so, of everything. Baby, this, 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 I already done told y'all, this year needs to have my name on it. It does. My name this year needs to be congratulations. Bitch. It's not Brittany. <laughs> it's the new name of this. Congratulations. Wow. I'm happy for you. Yeah. Type of energy. Yeah. It's going to be that. I really feel it. I feel like the girls are doing things to set. It's like a set up year. Or like the plays that were already set up. Now we like really about to get in the back. I really feel hopeful and good about so it. So you don't usually feel like this? No. I usually feel like hopeful that the things that I'm going to make some changes. I feel like all the changes that I've made now are going to pay off. Okay. You feel me? It's the reaping year. That's what okay. I feel like. We're reaping. We're reaping. This is the reaping I'm leaving year. here with something. Here. Period. Period. I'm leaving here with something. With all the things. I'm leaving here with everything. I feel like before I was leaving with something. Before I was just taking what I could get. Thank you. I got a little something. Now I'm coming in taking the whole everything. All of that's mine. Mm. I'm leaving with it all. Thank you. Listen, I'm here and for that's it. that. I'm, I'm excited. here to be leaving 
with something. Everything. Everything. I'm here to leave with everything. Yeah. Everything. I'll take that, that, Everything that. that has my name on it. I want it all. I don't want something. I want everything that's mine. Thank you. So here today. that's how we coming. <laughs> that's how we're coming here today. We Excited mm-hmm. to chat with y'all. Yeah. Get back into our bags. Yeah, this is fun. We're in our that girl that girl that girl series mm-hmm. energy vibe we talked about how to not take things personally stepping into a new era hopefully you all enjoyed those up you guys have enjoyed you have you've yeah. told us you, you've enjoyed them so i'm glad yeah that you've been enjoying them but today we're talking about sober curiosity mm-hmm. so during this time of year it's pretty common for people to participate in dry January mm-hmm. where they decide to give up alcohol for the month of January. Yeah. For a reset. After the holidays, there's usually like a lot of alcohol being consumed. Mm-hmm. I know that I have consumed my fair share and it feels like a good time to, you know, take a break. Feels yeah. like a good time to take a break after the heavy indulgence. So a lot of people, a lot of companies, a lot of brands are participating in dry January. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about it? I like dry January. I think do you that usually participate? Usually not. Okay. Usually not. But I think that this is a great time for us to, yes, engage in a challenge. Because that's always fun when you and your friends are like, oh, girl, you know. And I think it's also good to take it a step further and think about what life could be like without alcohol. Mm-hmm. You know, exploring your curiosity. This is a great time for that, for us to be intentional. Like, what does my life look like if I approached it? soberly yeah a lot of people are exploring what life would be like without drinking you know Mm. or Or drinking drinking less yeah in moderation drinking less changing up frequency of which you drink yeah it's definitely been a thought of mine before dry january it's something that i've like just felt like as i've gotten older like hmm just not questioning, like in the way alcohol makes you yeah, feel yeah questioning my relationship with alcohol and so while we're going through this episode I implore all you to have that same like mindset, just keeping an open mind and being inquisitive about your personal relationship with alcohol, because it is that it is a relationship. Anything that we're consuming frequently is something that has an effect such as alcohol Mm. is a relationship that I think that we should stay aware of. Yeah. Our friend, when we were going out, getting ready to go out for New Year's Eve, Ty, she had came to the same event as, as I did. And before she had got there, she had posted like, I'm really done with alcohol the way it makes me feel. And I'm like, I think more and more of the girlies are on the same page. So this is not something that's new. There's a whole movement going on. The Sober Curious or Sometimes Sober Movement, which is basically a group of people who have decided to drink less, not drink at all, drink in moderation, really become intentional and question their relationship, like you said, Mm -hmm. with the way that alcohol affects them or impacts their life, right? So this is always cool when there's a community. You know, when there's a group of people doing something and it's like, "Mm, okay, I might've found my people. Yeah, it feels easier. Yeah, it definitely feels easier. It feels easier for sure. So in the book, there's an author, Ruby Warrington, Mm -hmm. who created the term Sober Curious. She has a book called Sober Curious, The Blissful Sleep, Greater Focus, Limitless Presence, and Deep Connection Awaiting Us All on the Other Side of Alcohol. Sounds like a good read. Mm -hmm. She came out with this book in 2018. But in her book, she describes a pattern that likely resonates with a lot of us. A lot of us drink socially. 
So we don't necessarily like crave or have the desire to drink daily. But when we're in social settings, the drinks are flowing. Yeah, for sure. Where's the drinks? What are we having? There's cocktails. We'll have two. Mm -hmm. We're going to have a custom drink, you know, things like that. Craft. Yeah. We love a crafted cocktail. Right. Also, you may notice that you don't drink more than others in your circle. So it's kind of like a standard. Like, yeah, we're going to stop at two. Mm -hmm. You know, like Mm -hmm. if, if we have two. If, yeah, you're kind of looking around it for social cues. Yeah. Like, how, what are we doing? We're taking another round? Okay, right. we'll have another round. Right, another but one. But your drinking is contingent on the people who you're drinking you. with. Yes. Yeah. And then you might also notice a pattern that drinking doesn't appear to like have to hurt you or have a negative effect on you or anyone else. You can have your drinks, you can have your time. And then, you know, you appear to still be in your same yeah. right mind. Mind, you go home, you, you know, nothing, you know, everything's okay. Said or done. Yeah. So a lot of us probably notice those patterns within ourselves. And I feel like if you do feel like that is you when you identify with that, you may not question like sober curiosity because it's just like the normal yeah. way, you know, mm-hmm. to indulge in alcohol. It's like I'm not hurting anybody. I'm not overindulging. Yeah. I know when to put it down. That's something that I say frequently. Like I know my limits because I do. Mm-hmm. I know when it's like girl and I can easily put a cup. I don't care if it's full. Dang, Damn. I'm done with it. Done. Moment I stop having fun with it. I'll be done, done with it. With it. Baby, done it'll be it. done. I'm done. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. The thing also is that. I feel like if you're not somebody who has a dependency on alcohol, which that's something else that I want to disclaim. We know that people are really struggling with alcoholism. Yeah. And if you are somebody who's struggling with alcoholism or maybe you don't identify that way yet, but maybe understand like, hmm, it's not as easy for me to be sober curious because sober curiosity is a choice to not drink where we know that people who have alcohol dependency or struggle with alcoholism it's way bigger than just being like, I'm not drinking sometimes or occasionally. It needs so, to be put down. Yeah. But if you're, you know, like a social drinker, like we are, and like we're describing here, you might even think like, do I even like drinking? Yeah. Do I even like it? Because sometimes I'm, I'm like, Ugh, I don't always love it. And I could really go without it, you know? So our feelings around questioning, do I like it? Do I want to drink tonight? Maybe not. That's not uncommon. But like you mentioned, because our society has created this like normalcy around drinking, our reservations around saying, I'm not really feeling it seem uncool or weird or like, yes, yeah. it kind of cuts into the vibe. Yeah. I don't want to kill the vibe by being the person who's like, I'll take a lemonade. Yeah. Bitch, we're, we're, Cause you know, you know, whenever someone does that, it's like, commonly, okay. it's like, what's going on with you? Like, why then are you we on are lemonade? Are we with child? Right. Which is so out of line, but it's like, what if you're normally indulging in the cocktails with the girls? And I why? feel like it brings a different cute energy. And this is, this is a different way energy. Cute. You know, when all the girls are having their oh, cocktails, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. a different energy when we're all sipping cocktail. Right. But that's also why we have to recondition, decondition ourselves and recondition our minds to the way we identify fun or cute or social, you know, because, We can do those things without alcohol. Yeah. So sober, curious culture encourages a sober lifestyle, but also, like we said, welcomes individuals who just want to explore Mm -hmm. and maybe like change the way that they drink, change their relationship with alcohol, start to consider like what you like about it, what you don't like about Mm -hmm. it so that we're just making like more informed, full bodied decisions. Yeah. Decisions, which is something that I really want to do across all platforms 
of my life, all areas. Like I really want some full bodied yeses. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Being really intentional. I feel like yeah. the word intentional gets thrown around so much. Yeah. But yeah, not going into things haphazardly and just kind of like, uh, yeah, not even thinking about it completely. I personally like sober curious because it's not a rigid, restricted, rigid, restricted declaration. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. if I do want to have a drink, I can. Yeah. You know, sometimes when you put labels on things, it shouldn't be this way, but this is the way it is. When you put labels on things, it's like as soon as you say something, you you drinking your shit in the corner because now it's like, girl, I thought you said that you don't fuck with alcohol. Right. That's how I feel at work. That is exactly how I feel at work. Because I do identify. I don't even want to say how I identify, but because I eat majority plant based. When I'm at work, we have a lot of goodies and food that are brought into our department. So people do know, like, I would prefer a vegan option. Right. As soon as if there's something that's like, it's you know how right, it is, right, where right. you can make a decision you if I'm decide, fucking with okay, that or I'm not. I'm indulging in it today. Yeah. I'm little like. Shrimp, little, <laughs> little like, cupcake little or something. Some. Little cupcake, right? Something like that. Something sweet. You might have a sweet tooth. Something yeah. sweet. Yeah. I'm that's like. not vegan. Uh, yeah. I'm like, listen, the way I just go sit back at my desk, listen. Homer Simpson. It is that vibe. It is that vibe. And like, to your point. The Sober Curious movement is so inclusive and inviting in the fact that if you want it today and don't want it tomorrow, it's still cool, you know, because you're not saying I am sober. Right. It's different from sobriety. Yeah. Sober Curious is not the same as sobriety. I've seen a girl getting dragged on TikTok because she is exploring what she called sobriety, right? Sober Curious, she's exploring sobriety. And she was making herself a cocktail with a cannabis infused alcohol. It does mm-hmm. not have alcohol, but it has some sort of like CBD, THC, something like that. And she was like, you know, I'm in my whatever era, sober area. And people are in the comments like, you really don't know what sober is. You don't know what it means to be sober. This isn't sobriety. You shouldn't be indulging. They were calling it gardening. She was like, I'm in my gardening era because uh, it's like, you know, you get the. Yeah. People were like, you wouldn't be gardening if you were really sober. And I'm like, yo. If that's your journey where you have to be restrictive and very strict because of what your experience has been, then take that approach. Yeah. Take that. I can't do nothing approach. That might not be her story. It right. might be. I don't want alcohol. You feel me? And alcohol, it's just like, not a cocktail made with something else. Right. Come on, people. Let me live my motherfucking life, please. And you live yours. And that's what we got to do. That's the error that I'm in. I shared that with Brittany when she was away, away from me. <laughs> What era I'm in. I'm in my Please. do what works for me. Eyes on my own paper. Stay in my own lane. I don't really know Tino Shay and I'm being not in a harsh way, but I don't really give a fuck about what other people are doing. Yeah. And I think that we have to take that stance in this day and age of social media, of comparison, of looking at what everybody else is doing and trying to decide if that works for me approach. You got to really be firm on standing in who you are and not giving a fuck about what other people are doing. You do. Be inspired. Yes. Right. Seek motivation, yes. Inspiration is okay. But. The complete determining and dictating, no. That's dead. That's out. So mind your own motherfucking business. So what's your relationship with alcohol? How does it make you feel? My relationship with alcohol, I would say is healthy. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm a social drinker. I don't have a desire really to drink at home like if i'm just by myself i don't really feel moved back in the day i would be like oh i'm gonna have a glass of wine i think that was us being grown yeah feeling like you know i can determine to have a glass (laughs) exactly but for the past like couple years or so i haven't really like felt like that if i'm drinking it's like social we out Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. a date something like that 
it's social. I know my limits. I rarely ever get like, I don't want to say not drunk. I be tipsy, but it don't be like to the point where it's like, you know. Yeah. No, I'm I know sick. what you mean. Yeah. Now, the next day, the way that I feel when I drink alcohol, especially as I've gotten older, which has caused me to like question this sober curiosity is the next day I'll be feeling like I got hit by a bus, even if I've only had one drink. And that's what I don't like. Yeah. I don't like the recovery and the bounce back after mm-hmm. if I've only had one drink. You know, that's the part that sends me. Yeah. But before, you know. We can knock them back, baby. <laughs> Three to cap full margaritas. Punch, talk of vodka. Give me four margaritas. I'm a shit. <laughs> you know, I could roll with the best of them. And I'm yeah. a pretty petite girl. Yeah. But I can hang. hmm but that's been my relationship with alcohol so yeah. far. Yeah. How about you? I've had the same relationship. I'm a very social drinker. I rarely feel the urge to drink at home. I find that like if it's during a certain season, like the holiday season. Yeah, like a spiked eggnog. Spiked eggnog, a peppermint bark, which I really enjoy this season. It I've is never so even good. had it. Brittany, we'll do it next. It's good. <laughs> When I tell you, what does it taste like? Like a, like a white a chocolate mocha? Chocolate no, like you taste it and you immediately get the the notes, immediately get the brandy, the rum, the alcohol. But after that subsides, what's left on your tongue is the white chocolate, those sweet flavors. Mm-hmm. And it is so good. But I still only drank that socially. Like Andres and I went to a, see Christmas lights and we were like, let's just get us a little bottle and ride around in the car with it. I probably shouldn't say that. <laughs> it was cute we were driving slow nobody dragged us for that Uh anyways so socially and seasonally i think i indulge more frequently than i I normally would but no and when i drink i noticed definitely as i've gotten older it do something different to me and that's why i had to stop drinking tequila i had to stop drinking tequila like the last few years you know i had to pivot to vodka yeah vodka and gin based drinks i never just do a gin shot or a vodka shot that's crazy yeah but a cocktail but a cocktail i prefer and i think that vodka and gin is a little lighter on my body than tequila tequila is a young girl drink which i don't know how you still be girl i still be drinking tequila and i be fine i don't know how i know that tequila knocks some people off of their feet my my feet be up baby i'll be like but let me tell you something the gag is with alcohol it's poison no matter what but i'm saying it converts into the acetaldehyde which is poisonous and there are certain ones that take longer to convert to that and tequila tequila is one one of them because it's an agave based alcohol it's one of them I just realized. I know that a lot of people can't handle the tequila, though. A lot I of people can't. can't. A lot of people can't handle tequila. But if I do a I've tequila drink, it hang. needs to be like one. If I do a vodka or a gin drink, I can do a couple, uh-huh. and I feel good, and I'm having a good buzz. Tequila be making me feel like I'm gonna kill you. Tequila, tequila, tequila. tequila. <laughs> Yeah. I don't I don't feel like that, but I just feel like I'd be more tipsy. Lit. You know, I'm like more lit. I'm like, oh, we really vibing tonight. Mm-hmm. And I never really get like that. The last time I got real, real, real bent, I don't even want to say drunk, but I was bent, was probably the link up two years ago when I was drinking. And with that link up, we was on a Baby. You, if y'all see had, the way my eyes That are, link up had us linked up. It's because we were doing the bottles. bottles. We were getting a, we had a bottle of wine and then I think we also had a mix. Andres was passing around shots like water. That's it's happened a few times. We had the wine and then we had that lavender Collins that they used to have at the uh, at John. Yeah, there was no limit. And that's when I started feeling bad. I was throwing up. I said, Ooh. "Oh no, you know I threw up. I threw up." And that's oh. another thing. I don't like to get out of character. 
I need to still be looking intact. Right. I don't want to feel like, who seen me like that? Oh, no. I know. That's the last time. And every now and again, once a year, I, I it could go The there. last time I got lit, which I've suffered the effects of it, was when I went to Inside Voices. And I lost my shit. Oh, I was not with the girl that day. You were not. But we we went to Inside Voices and had a table. A bo- we got a bottle. And then a couple people got me drinks. And then we went to the function next door. Yeah. And got more drinks. And you know what? I'm not as proud to say this, but whenever I get home and I don't remember the night or barely how I got home, I don't like that feeling. Yeah. And I don't like the fact that I lost my shit. Because, bitch, why? Yeah. Why were you that lit? Yeah, that's when you know. Ever since then, I've been Homer Simpson getting into a fucking bush. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> something else, too, because we were talking about our experience with alcohol. You don't have to hit rock bottom to decide you that don't. you want to explore sober curiosity. It doesn't have to be like, I lost all my thing. No, I don't no, have no, a control no, no. over my... It's it's not that, y'all. It it's just deciding that, you know, questioning your relationship, what it might look like and what you might feel like if you decide to take a break. I really love this conversation we're having, but we're going to take a quick, when I say quick, I mean quick break and we'll be right back. Have you ever dreamed of effortlessly conversing in another language? Whether it's for that upcoming international trip, connecting with family and friends, diving deep into a new culture, or simply adding a new skill to your repertoire, learning a new language opens up a world of opportunities. But let's face it, traditional methods like textbooks and classroom learning can be a drag. That's where Rosetta Stone comes in. As the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years, Rosetta Stone offers a revolutionary approach that truly immerses you in the language you want to learn without relying on CDs or DVDs. Picture this, you're effortlessly conversing in Spanish on the streets of Barcelona, ordering tapas like a local, or discussing the latest French designers with Parisians. So sexy, right? With Rosetta Stone's intuitive process, you'll learn naturally, starting with words, then phrases, then full sentences. And with over 25 languages offered, including Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, and Polish, the possibilities are endless. Rosetta Stone's speech recognition technology, including the True Accent feature, acts like a personal trainer for your accent, providing instant feedback on your pronunciation. Plus, with both desktop and app options available, along with offline lesson downloads and an audio companion, learning for the babe on the go has never been easier. And here's the best part. For a limited time, Rosetta Stone is offering a lifetime membership for 50% off, y'all. That's right, lifetime access to all 25 language courses for half the price. Don't miss out on this amazing deal. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, BGB listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com backslash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com backslash today. Hey, bookies, we got something special for you. Are you ready to dive into a celebration of blackness that's as diverse as the experience it represents? Well, NPR has got you covered with Black Stories, Black Truths. This is a groundbreaking collection that's more than just a podcast. It's Revelation. What does black representation in media mean to you? Because to me, 
it's about breaking down stereotypes, challenging biases, and also showcasing the rich tapestry of black experiences. For sure. Absolutely. And Black Stories, Black Truths is the epitome of this celebration. Each episode is a living account of what it truly means to be black today. And it's told from a unique black perspective. And I feel like these aren't just stories, like they're narratives of joy, resilience, empowerment, and also the incredible ability to create world shifting things out of the struggle. Seriously, you'll hear about everything from pop culture icons like Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to discussions on vital topics like reparations, y'all. There's really no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Have you tuned in yet? One of my favorite episodes is the one on how real self-care takes real systemic change. That's a must listen. Yeah, I really think the hosts bring a tone that's celebratory. It's also informative and reflective, which I really can appreciate. Every episode is a journey. It offers a range of emotions and perspectives that keeps you hooked from start to finish. As soon as I turn it on, I'm like, "Mm." and let's not forget black perspectives haven't always been at the forefront of America's story. But now they are the story. Period. So this is not just a podcast, y'all. It's a collection of some of NPR's best episodes showcasing the brilliance and resilience of the black experience. And we know NPR is known for its commitment to diverse storytelling. But with them presenting black stories, black truths, I would say that this is NPR with the noir twist. (laughs) So what are you waiting for? Turn on NPR today and immerse yourself in a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and black as the incredible country we reflect. And remember, stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, available wherever you get your podcast. Y'all should know by now that we love progression over here. Let's chat about what everyday progress truly means to us. Whether it's hitting those small milestones or treating ourselves to a little something something after a month of disciplined budgeting, progress is all about balance and staying motivated. And speaking of budgeting and reaching financial goals while still enjoying life's little pleasures, have you heard about Chime? Chime's checking account offers some amazing features that can help you along your financial journey. Let me tell you about one feature that really stands out to me. Chime's Spot Me. We've all been there, right? Dealing with overdraft fees can really throw a wrench in your financial plans. But with Chime, you can overdraft up to $200 with no fees. You heard me right. No fees. It's like having a safety net for those unexpected moments. Y'all, I had a friend who was always getting hit with hefty overdraft fees. It was a mess trying to sort it out. How do you really get ahead with that? But with Chime, you can avoid those headaches and get back on track with ease. Plus, Chime isn't just a bank. It's a community. With Boost, you can increase your spot me limit by receiving boosts from your friends. It's like having your financial back covered by your squad. So, if you're ready to take control of your finances and wave goodbye to those pesky monthly fees, open your Chime account today. Just head over to Chime.com bravado. That's Chime.com bravado. Chime feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bank Court Bank NA or Stride Bank NA. Members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. 
Boosts are available to eligible Shine members enrolled in SpotMe and are subject to monthly limits. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. So let's get back to it. I think one of the cool things about exploring sobriety is that, like you mentioned, a lot of us are at the same place at the same time. Mm -hmm. A lot of the millennials Mm -hmm. are saying, you know what, let's change the way we've been relating to alcohol, the way we've been indulging. Mm -hmm. I've been seeing it so much. I've been seeing so many people. You said, Ty, I've been seeing homegirl. I've been seeing it. Yeah, I posted on my story something and people were like, me too, me too. Kayla said the same thing. Kayla was like, I think it's time to sit yeah. it out. I'm like, girl, we're all on the same wave. We're being called Generation Sober, yeah. the millennials. But the Gen Z girlies are really leading the charge. Yeah. Gen Z is even more interested in exploring a sober lifestyle or, you know, sobriety than any generation before them, any previous generations. And they've been consuming less. Yes, we have facts. A study conducted by Google found that 41% of Gen Z participants associate alcohol with anxiety, vulnerability, and abuse. That's probably the number reason why they said I'm not, yeah. I'm not indulging. And a study published in JAMA Pediatrics reported that the percentage of college-age students abstaining from alcohol has grown from 20 to 28% over the past 20 years. So the girls are really putting it down. The girls are putting it down and I hope the boys are too. I've noticed like when I go on dates with people and they like kind of seem pressed to get a drink and then we have drinks and then they start talking and acting different. It's an ick. Mm. Don't get liquid courage. Because I feel like I'm going to be the same with or without the drink. You know what I'm saying? So if you got to don't be expecting a different version of me because you're trying to get me drunk. Listen, I can, have, another thing. I can have all their drinks and still be sitting like this. Listen, and you ain't getting uh, nothing The drinks don't move me. Are you moving me? What are you doing? Because it's not the drinks, baby boy. Like, it's not going to be like, oh, she now she hot and ready. I will be cold. Listen, freezer, pop and me lit. back in. I will be lit and still not moved. Yes. So that, that don't work with me. But mm. that is something that I have observed. Like, don't think the drinks are going to. I know a lot of people have social anxiety and like alcohol loosens people up and make them feel like, you know, they can engage more freely. But don't do that with me. Yeah. Don't do it with me either. (laughs) Don't do that. (laughs) Don't do that. So let's talk about some reasons why you may want to experiment with sobriety. Mm -hmm. So as we are probably most know, there are a lot of benefits that can come from this sober curious yeah. journey, physical, mental. One of them, first one, improve mental clarity. Yes. The mind is sharp. The mind. The mind. The mind. It can increase your focus, better thinking, better decision making. Because like, I mean, I know I just went on a little tangent about my decision making not being necessarily altered, but sometimes it can be. Yeah. Losing stuff or. Or regretting spending more money than maybe I would have spent if I wasn't lit. You know what I'm saying? Or deciding to do something that you know you wouldn't do if you weren't drinking. Taking it off the table. It's like I'm here. I'm fully alert. I'm making decisions from a grounded place. And this is I'm I'm here. Period. I'm I'm really like I'm really locked in. I'm not altered. Yeah. I know what the fuck going on. Even the next day when you wake up, like okay, I can work. With a clear mind, not a haze. Not foggy. Yeah. Yeah. Another reason that you might want to experiment with sobriety is enhanced emotional well-being. Listen, many people report feeling much more emotionally stable and balanced without alcohol's influence. 
I can see that. We know how we get after we've had one too many drinks. You start feeling emotional and wanting to divulge and say. I love you so much. And I, I love a happy, tipsy person. I do too. I do. I'm, a, I'm a happy. I'm one of those I'm a happy two. girl. I'm not an angry. Some people can get angry too emotionally imbalanced where it gets angry and it's like now you're being violent and. <sighs> yeah, it turns into something else. And that, which we'll get into another tip lower at the bottom, but it can impact your relationships. You know, when you go out with people and you're drinking and it starts in one place and then it ends in someplace else, it's like, wait, we probably got to take the drinks off the table because this is no longer feeling fun. It's no longer feeling like and a it's vibe. Triggering, the alcohol is in- triggering some emotions that probably you have deep down suppressed that you need to work through without alcohol. Mm-hmm. Take a step back. I've experienced that. Yeah. In yeah. yourself or with others? Not in myself, but with others. Yeah. I think we've all been in those situations, you know, where our friends or people that we see, it don't even have to be within your group. I've seen that happen, you know, outside of the people yeah, that I'm yeah, with where yeah. some shit happening over there. I'm like, what's happening? What's going on? And I be in my right mind. I'm like, girl, do you need help? You need support? Girl. You know, like I'll that time like, at Coachella. You always bring that up. As I haven't brought that up in years. You actually did. You brought it up last year. The, just like the one that was a few months ago. When? When you left? When yeah, you left there it is. Told up. you. There she is. Anyway. She wanted to bring that story up. Girl. Okay. Another reason to experiment with sobriety is better sleep quality. Alcohol can definitely disrupt our sleep patterns. And not indulging, you will notice improved quality of sleep. Yeah. Because I know refreshed. we have all been lit. And went to sleep and woke up and feel like we didn't sleep at all. It's mm-hmm. like, wow, I never really got into my rim. Yeah. And I'm waking up and I'm I feeling was crazy. on top of the alcohol. Yes. I'm never waking really. up and I'm feeling crazy. So you'll have higher energy levels. You'll have reduced fatigue. You wake up, the skin is plump. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Another reason is increased energy levels. We know that alcohol is a depressant. So without the depressant, you end up feeling less fatigue. Mm-hmm. You know, you have more energy. Your energy is higher. You feel capable and ready to take on the day to do what you need to do. You slept better. So now you're feeling refreshed when you wake up. Yeah. Alcohol really does. It brings you down. Brings you down. Let me tell you. Even something. if you're having great drinks, cocktails, yeah. and you're feeling Clean, like, oh, fresh. internally, internally it's is doing, doing something. something. Okay. It's doing something. It's we have to be something. mindful and cognizant of the fact that it's not just, oh, this is a cute crap cocktail. It's something happening. Once it go in there, it's all just... It ain't a cute craft. It ain't cute no more. They package it up as a cute craft. This, in Ghana, when I first got to Ghana, I hit the ground running, Mm -hmm. went out, had the drinks, woke up at the crack of dawn and get my hair done, and went out and did it again. And the next day, I was like, oh, no. Like, I cannot. And it was the day before New Year's Eve. And I was like, I cannot do another night of that drinking shit. Yeah. Because I'm not going to make it into the new year. Yeah. Like in the way that I want to. So I made the decision to sit it out, sit the alcohol out, sit the function out because I wanted my energy levels to be increased. I could feel my body. Yeah. Being taken under. I can feel it. Your immune system is also compromised when you, you know, drink. And I had already shown up on a shaky leg. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't it just one of those shaky, (laughs) stanky. A shaky, stanky leg. Girl. (laughs) Uh, what else is good? <sighs> okay, so like you mentioned, healthier relationships. Sobriety can lead to more authentic and meaningful connections with others because we're really getting to know people for who they are, like not not with their liquid courage. Yes, you're making a real authentic connection. Real, like, do we really vibe? 
And do we really vibe without alcohol? Yeah. Because that's something else. Sometimes we go out with people and that's the basis of which our relationship exists. Going to get a drink, you know, vibing off of a cocktail. Yeah. And then we're drinking and we're talking. But really, we don't have a deep connection. We don't outside got shit of to that. talk about. It's like, that's the only way we feel connected. Hmm. Meaning we're not really connected. Period. The physical health benefits. Reduced alcohol intake can improve your liver function because, you know, that's working overtime when you get to drinking. It lowers your blood pressure and decreases the risk of other various health conditions. We ain't even talking about the mental health. The liver is important. The liver is a very the important organ. organ. And the way that that liver works over time, trying to... Girl, Bryson Tiller clocked yeah. in. Yours was probably real. I said Brittany's body is working overtime. No, 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 baby. Because let me tell you something. I stopped drinking. Oh, the whole time? No. After that? After New Year's, I had took that break. I drank for those first two days. I took that break. I didn't drink. I drank on New Year's Eve, but then after that, I didn't drink for the rest of the trip. Oh, good. But I talked to you before New Year's Day. Yeah. So I said her poor little body. My liver was fine. Working overtime. I've been working. You know, I've been working working overtime. (laughs) Yes. So yeah, we got to take care of our liver. Yeah, all of our organs. Another reason. Financial savings baby the drinks add up especially in a city like la a cocktail will run you 18 to 20 dollars and now we doing that two three times and then you're covering rounds i don't oh. know how men do it i don't know how men date women i don't know how they be they outside be with their friends let me get you and your girl yeah, i don't know how girl because you know i'll put <coughs> i put in the order quickly I mean, she's i'm having two, can we, we we'll have a those. margarita and then a whisk, whiskey and coke and we then need two a two of those we need two <laughs> yeah if you drink regularly if this is a regular expense you already know it's hitting your pocket yeah it's hitting them mm-hmm. hit these niggas where it hurt what <laughs> well, i don't Cardi know what she say. said she said that personal growth is another really good reason exploring sobriety can allow you to really lean in be honest with yourself the clarity that you have the mental clarity that you have that we talked about will also give you emotional clarity to do some introspective work what yeah. it is that you're thinking, how you're feeling, you know, all of that is a great door to go through. Another benefit is your social confidence. Mm-hmm. You will find that if you really put the devices to the side and really like build up some real authentic courage, mm-hmm. some social courage and confidence that you will feel more confident because yeah. sometimes you might feel like damn, after the liquor fades away. Who am I? I fade away. Okay. I fade away. I fade to black. And also, 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 alcohol might not always be present in an environment where you need to be Where you got to show up, where you have to show up and you have to know how to talk to somebody. You can't rely on that. That is becoming dependent on. It is. You know, on the alcohol to make you this person who's personable or charismatic and chatty. Like that might not be in the setting that you're going to. And you have to be able to draw on your own personal courage, you know, intrinsically to be the person that you know you are. Right. If that's something that you really want to be like, you want to be more social Mm -hmm. or confident, it would really be beneficial to really work on like honing in and building up those skills without the substance. Yeah. It really is good. You know, and you know, I know how to move in a room full of vultures. Shut up. I know how to move in a room full. <laughs> Next, y'all, this is very superficial, but it matters to weight management. Mm. We know that alcohol and cocktails can be calorie dense because of the sugar content. You know that go right to the waistline, at least on my on me. It go right to my waistline. I'll be fighting. 
So taking a step back can help you with your weight management. I've heard that. A lot of people, when they want to lose weight, they cut out alcohol and they drop a lot. It do because that sugar, it be the sugar. And that's also why this is a cheat code. If you are sober curious and you want to still have a cocktail every now and again, you need to do like a vodka soda. Something that don't, yes, a squeeze, a, a twist of lime. Something that don't got all that sugar in so it. Because, no margarita, lavender, calling. No, no, it can't be that. Cosmopolitan. That, because it has all those syrups, the grenadine, the and sugar, And you know, the I love a sweet drink. I do too. I love a sweet drink too. I love that, but the way it don't love my waistline. Yeah, you got to do what works. I do, I do. I'm 35, baby. Baby, we, the way, we ain't the getting way, no younger. We, we ain't getting no younger. The way I'm like, this body don't respond the way it once responded. Like, it's responding, but not as quick as it once did. The crazy thing is to, I feel so young in my Girl, heart. Girl, I feel so I feel y'all for young. real as a 35-year-old on the outside and what my birth certificate and shit say. The How years I've been here. 25? Girl, yeah, younger than yeah, probably I be 22, feel, I be feeling hella young. I be feeling when people ask me my age and I say my age, I'm like, they be shocked. I be just as shocked. I'm like, shocker, right? I don't you think feel... I'm, You think I'm 26? That's I what somebody do. told me too. They were like, oh, I thought you were probably like, you know, late 20s. I'm like, really? They're like, yeah. yeah. No. And, and that's what's crazy to me. It's such a mind fuck. I'm like, bitch. I know. I'm like, I really am 35, huh? But and I'm, I'm really going to be 36. That's crazy. I know. That's crazy because y'all, I really feel 23. Same, baby. I have a forever 21 energy. When people say that they think that I'm in my 20s, I'm like, I do, I too. do too. I do too. I, I do too. too. That's why age is really a mindset. You are really only as old as you feel. But I'm not denying that your body and shit, your organs will react. Right. We can't, like we can't play stupid. Old. We can't play stupid. And that's why that sugar be eating me up right here. It's that girl, you you feel 30. Yeah, feel don't don't work against it. Listen, yeah, work you got to work with it. You got to work with it. You got to work with it. So the final reason to experiment with sobriety is the reduced risk of dependence. Experiencing with sobriety can help you break patterns that can lead to dependence. We do not want to be dependent on poison. <laughs> Shit. We don't. We don't. Because excessive reliance can become problematic. That's the tagline. We <laughs> Excessive reliance can really become problematic. Depending on something like this to be social, to get up out of bed, to feel okay, yeah. to be able to have a good time can really lead to some problems. And we don't want that. We want to be able to have a good time without the substances. Yeah, with or without. Yeah. Being mindful. So what is the number one reason why you're curious about reducing your alcohol consumption? I think a lot of these reasons are some good ones. The improved mental clarity is one that I'm really looking forward to. And I think because I haven't, I just want to see how I would feel abstaining from alcohol i think more just being curious about i think all of it yeah i think like how i would feel mainly like the mental clarity not having any fatigue going out and not drinking like what that would be like i know that's the part for me that i'm a little shook about same i'm really interested to see how this affects my time out your social life yeah, because like I said, I'm such a social drinker when yeah. I'm out at functions, when I'm out on dates, when I'm out, like there's usually drinks involved. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that it affects my personality. I feel like my personality is the same whether I'm sober or lit, but I want to see how it affects the experience. Yes. Yeah. But the thing is, there are a lot of like mocktails, which I had like a lot of mocktails in Ghana on like the second half of the trip, mm-hmm. which still give you the same vibe as like you're indulging. Yeah. You don't have but it don't feel- taste like that. It tastes like sugar. 
It, just, it tastes right. like sweet. It tastes like sweet, but and I'm saying it's the And that's the part I can't wrap my mind around. I'm like, I know, I know, but I don't want to pay 15 The thing about it's it the is, price too. when I went to, and the mocktails were inexpensive, I was someplace. Oh, you went to uh, Miami. Miami. Maybe that's where I was. You I went, don't know. You went to Miami. The mocktails were inexpensive. Here in LA, the mocktails be $2 cheaper than the motherfucking cocktail. Okay, and see, here's the difference. And that's the make, here's that's the a, difference. A version for me. If it's like a mocktail that's just like some fruit drinks mixed up, those need to be cheaper. But a lot of places in LA have the non-alcoholic. The zero proof. Elixirs, like the zero proof. They still give you the that feeling That still give too. you like a little vibe with the adaptogens and stuff. So I can see those being like similar to an alcoholic beverage. I heard they have a full Sober Curious bar. They do. In LA. Well, we we'll should get go. into that. We'll get into that. Okay, we should go. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I'm that's mainly. That's what I'm um, telling these niggas. You want to take me? Take me somewhere. What about Let's you? Why are you? Let's go to an why are you um, interested in exploring sober curiosity this year? I'm interested because, like, I want to challenge, challenge myself. myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's a challenge. How do you know? I want to challenge myself. Because I feel like that's kind of how most of us feel. Yeah, I want right to challenge myself to, like, see how my life is on this journey, specifically in social settings. I'm looking forward to the health benefits. I'm, I don't feel too excited about putting poison into my body. Yeah. It fucking. Changing it to a carcinogen. Yeah. Especially, oh God, I'm just so fearful of the shit. I'm fearful. I'm fearful. There's so much that we do that can lead to a badam. So that, and of course, the health benefits, the vein benefits of the skin health. (laughs) Yeah. Because I feel like whenever I drink a lot, my skin suffers. It does. I feel the same way. The skin suffers. I'm like, I'm looking dragged bumps are popping yeah i'm not looking the as good skin's as not looking see. plump mm-hmm. so i'm looking forward to that mm-hmm. you know going out having a good time and still looking beat yeah not sweaty and you know you can start see the energy yeah, start like, to you can see the shift you Keep were here girl now, having a good not. time to bitch what the alcohol starts slowly pulling your soul out of you you start i'm like ooh. Mm-mm, mm-mm. i hate when it, i went it. out on new year's eve i had one it wasn't even a cocktail i had a glass a Prosecco, one glass. And everybody around me, I was looking around and seeing what they was doing. I was like, no, nah, yeah, you're not. No, you're no longer yourself. Yeah, you're no longer yourself. I can start to see it decline. I'm seeing some things change. And that was interesting for me to be. I know. For the most part, I would say I was still sober. Like I had it. I was it was such a small amount, y'all. And and typically for a day like New Year's Eve or an occasion like New Year's Eve, you want to be kind of feeling a little yeah, vibe yeah, and yeah, having yeah. and you aren't even paying attention to what everybody else is doing as closely. Maybe. But maybe when you sober, you be looking around like, I'm seeing what you doing, what you doing, what you doing. The way you. I was vibing. And I'm not judging, but <laughs> I'm not judging, vibing. but I see what's happening. Cause you know, I be outside with it, classy bitch. But I don't know how this gonna work for the men because that meme where it says when the man buys a bottle or has a section, he act like he bought some property. Imagine stumbling across hella sober girlies where it's like we I'm don't care moved. if you have a table. You gonna have we- to have crab legs at your motherfucking table, nigga. Where's the dinner? <laughs> crab legs on right. that table. Anywho, yeah. Okay, y'all, before we get into our next segment where we're going to be giving you tips and tricks to really like embrace this journey, we have to take a quick break. Mm-hmm. Okay, girl, so before we get into the tips and the tricks, we have a few church announcements around here, okay? We do. There's things that you have to do if you are a part of this community. The same way we got to show up every week, you got to do your part. So the first thing that you can do is if you're listening on Spotify or if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening, 
make sure you take a minute to rate and review the show. The words that you leave are basically like your Yelp review. You are letting us know how we are doing and people are basically understanding this is for me or it's not for me. Make sure you leave something sweet. <laughs> That's it. That's the only instruction. If you ain't got nothing nice to say, don't say shit. Yeah. But you do your keep, part. You can keep it going. You can keep yeah. it going. Another part of doing your part is sharing the episodes. Yeah. So sharing them on your social platforms, sharing them in your group chat, sharing them in conversation, letting someone know if it helped you that it can help them too. That means the world to us. It does. This podcast needs to blow up. Not needs to. This podcast is blowing up. I'm changing our language this around This podcast here. is blowing up. And with your assistance, we're blowing up quicker. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's a part of it. This is an ecosystem. So when we sit our asses here, you sit your asses there and you send. We share. <laughs> okay. Next, we have a homegirl hangout. Mm-hmm. Now, the homegirl hangout, I don't want y'all to take this platform lightly. If you like what you listen to here... You're really going to love what's over on the Homegirl Hangout because just like we're up in the ante here, it's up to there. Now, we have an episode about the cost of friendship. Is friendship too expensive? I love that conversation. It was such a good conversation. So full. You will love that. And I think a lot of you all would benefit from listening to that because it's time to change the way we're operating in these friendships. Of course, if you want to know the nitty gritty about what's happening with Jeremy and I, it's over there because... I don't feel 100% comfortable telling all the details over here because mm-hmm. people find me and they find the podcast and they find my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Go over there if you want to know how we're really feeling about certain situations. And that's the Homegirl Hangout. That information is down in the show notes. Okay, girly. So it's time for tools for your toolkit, babe. This is the new, real new year, new toolkit. Yeah. New year, same toolkit, add new tools. Yeah. So we know that deciding to give up alcohol, even if it's just temporarily, is not easy. It's not. It's not easy because so many of us are social drinkers. You know, we drink around our friends, our family, and that's completely norm. So when we decide to take a stance around something that feels abnormal, it's challenging. It can feel difficult. Yeah. But we need to equip ourselves so that it makes the journey a little bit easier to do. Okay. So here we are getting ready to equip ourselves. We're ready to equip ourselves. So here are some strategies. First, we need to ask ourselves why. Mm. As you prepare to experiment with sobriety, you need to have a clear understanding of why it is you drink. Is it to give yourself liquid courage? Is to make social settings more fun? Do you like the feeling? Do you feel sexy? You know, what is it? What is it that triggers you? To drink. Do is you it like a the stress taste? Reliever? Yes, it's stress reliever. Do you feel like you can cope with your responsibilities better if you have an alcohol or is able to help you wind down? Whatever it is, we have to figure out what our drinking is rooted in, right? Mm-hmm. Because being introspective and self reflective will help you gain perspective on what you like and what you don't like. Maybe you don't got to drink alcohol to get stress relief. Mm. You feel me? It's like if that's really what I'm going to the alcohol for, maybe there's something else that's a healthier better alternative yeah to help me achieve those same results yeah I, I like that i definitely can get zero down on the why and and something else is once you realize what you like and don't like you can make a determination on what your sobriety journey will look like yeah are you going to drink on occasions mm-hmm. do you not need to drink at all because we know that this sober curious journey will help you again be introspective and self-reflecting you can say maybe i have a deeper problem than i think maybe i don't act the way I should act when I'm drinking and this 
time will allow me to explore that. So maybe now I don't need to drink at all. Yeah. You see, like you can figure out what does your spectrum and what your journey will look like. It's definitely something that should be unique and intentional. Yeah. And whether you want to drink at all, some of the time on occasion, it's completely fine. Yeah. There's no judgment. We don't give a damn. Right. Do what works for you. It's all what works for you. That's it. It's your choice. And that leads us to the next tip. Make a plan and be vocal. Mm -hmm. Practicing mindful drinking requires us to establish a plan ahead of time and not in the moment Listen. because we know that we're going to be met with these situations where it's like, what's up? What are we doing? Girl. What are we doing? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So once you decide what your journey looks like, like we mentioned in the first tip, you can avoid deviating from your goal. So for example, giving up alcohol for dry January, that's something easy to say. I'm participating in dry January. That's my plan for the month of January. I'm not drinking. Yeah. You can make a plan to decrease your alcohol consumption over time. So maybe when you go out with the girls, it's like, I'm only having one cocktail yeah. this time. Even if people get two, three, four, it's I'm only having one. Or I'm on the mocktail menu with it. Mm -hmm. Or if you normally consume during the week, you're saying, I'm going to cut out my during the week consumption and maybe only doing it on the weekend. But the bottom line is you have a plan. Yeah, And so... When you're out, of course, we know that people are going to be noticing the change. Mm -hmm, if mm -hmm. you are normally a girl who turns up or a guy who turns up and it's like you're starting to put these parameters in place and boundaries, people are going to be wondering what the hell is going on. People might suspect things that aren't even motherfucking true. That's what but my mom said. When? We went over on New Year's Day and she was like, girl, we, I'm about to make a drink. I said, oh, I'm good. I said, I'm not drinking right now. And she was like. We'll see when things change. You come up here. I catch you on the right day. I was like, wait, what? She was like, if I catch you on the right day, like you might be more. With child? No, if I catch you on a day where it's like, all right, fuck oh, it. You know, oh, I catch yeah, you on the yeah, right day. Yeah, you yeah. going to want to fuck you with might. it. You might. But I was like, but this is why you got to have a plan. Yeah. You got to already have in your mind what your goal is. So then when somebody try to catch you on the right when day. When they try to pressure it's you actually or the wrong day. you. Right. So here's some responses that you could consider. You can do the simple indirect approach where it's like, no, thank you. I'm not drinking tonight. I'm good. Thank mm -hmm. you. Yeah. You can provide a reason. I'm taking a break for a while from alcohol or I'm the designated driver tonight. If you want to disclose, you can. Yeah. You but can. no pressure. No pressure. You can also suggest an alternative. So when you're offered a drink, you can say, I'm going to try your mocktail. Mm -hmm. I'll try this new recipe or I'll have a pineapple hold the tequila. Yeah. <laughs> and that's really funny. You can use humor, right? The pineapple hold the tequila is a cute approach. You can also be like, girl, the way I done did my body with this alcohol. Listen. Or, you know, my body can't stand it. Can't take another drink. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. You can flip the focus. I'm watching y'all turn up. I'm just, I'm observing tonight. Yeah. I'm letting y'all do y'all thing. I'm having a good time. Flip it. Yeah. Or you know what? Instead of going out for drinks, I have this great restaurant that I've been wanting to try. Let's do that instead. Instead of the bar hop. Mm -hmm. You can appreciate their offer, which sounds something like, thanks for the offer, but I'm good. Or if, you know, if they're trying to offer you what they have, I appreciate it, but I'm a pass. All of those work. And then you can do the assertive and firm approach. Yeah. This, this will get them if nothing else does. I've decided not to drink tonight or mm -hmm. I'm on a sober, curious journey. So I won't be indulging in alcohol until further notice. Period. Thanks. Leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. Either I'm really committed are. to staying sober right now. Mm -hmm. Now, if somebody keeps pushing you after that, then it's a bigger issue. I don't say You ain't really my friend. I don't said what I said. Shit. Another tip 
while you explore your sober curiosity journey is to explore sober activities. So try doing events or participating in activities with your friends and family that don't have alcohol or drinking at the center. Mm. So we're going to avoid the brunches where we know we go the, the bottomless. bottomless. If it's bottomless, you got to stay your bottom away. <laughs> you got to stay your bottom at The home. bottomless mimosa? If it's a bottomless brunch, no. If we're just going to brunch, yes. Yeah. So maybe not doing the bottomless brunch, maybe not doing wineries, maybe not doing bar hopping, maybe not doing a cocktail mixology, things of those nature, yeah. sit it out. Instead, we're pivoting to hikes going to the park, maybe cooking classes, maybe a mocktail class, dancing classes, fitness, things like that where you can still have fun, engage in community where we are not Alcohol's drinking. Alcohol's not at the center. Yes, that's what we want to do. And Alcohol. like you mentioned, mocktail bars. Yeah. That can be fun too. Those yeah. are popping up all over the they place. They have those. I think that's so cool mm-hmm. because you still have like the environment. To be social. Of like the social setting. Mm-hmm. But you're not forced to drink or have to like, you know, have on your armor. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm not. (laughs) Okay, so another tip is to stay curious. Mm -hmm. So remember that experimenting with sobriety looks different for everyone. There's not one way. So for one person, that might mean not drinking. For another person, that might mean drinking differently. Yeah. You know, limiting occasionally. Mm -hmm. And if you do decide to drink, you don't have to do it mindlessly. We're doing it consciously, Mm -hmm. you know? deliberately yeah this is what i'm deciding to do today like i said a full-bodied yes Mm -hmm. you're doing this so a way that you can do this is think about whether alcohol will add value to your experience what difference will having this drink make for me because i know a lot of times when i'm drinking i'm just like well i'm here and it's on the menu so yeah i'm ordering one yeah i'm ordering one yeah if you're drinking to Make the event better because you feel like I'm bored. I'm over this. I just need something to like get me over the hump. myself. Maybe you should go home. Maybe (laughs) it's time to pack it up and say, you know what? I'm actually done with this. I don't even need to drink to enhance the experience. Mm -hmm. I have the option to take it on home. And then also pay attention to the sensation of drinking. What are you feeling when you're indulging in this drink? What are you feeling after indulging? The after effects. How does your body feel? How does your mind feel? How do you feel? Mm-hmm. Staying curious, literally, about the whole experience. Yeah, for sure. And that's another way I felt on New Year's Day with my mom. It was so tempting to be like, yeah, I want to have a drink too. And I think that's the really challenging part is once you like take a stance. Standing on it. Man, because yeah. I almost said I'll start tomorrow. I know. I'll start tomorrow. It would have been nice, but I was like, I have to reframe what celebrating or having a good time and fun looks like because you definitely can well you definitely can but why but why 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 is it necessary yeah so yes i really love that staying curious last tip y'all is to find your folks once you make the choice to go alcohol free connecting with like-minded people can help along this journey this can make you feel so much less alone so if you feel comfortable sharing with your friends and family tell them that you're on a sober curious journey This allows them the opportunity to support you, to support your efforts. Yeah. If you don't have any sober curious friends or somebody willing to navigate this journey or this process with you, then try joining sober curious groups. Because that can make it harder. It can. Or go to events, you know, go to those mocktail bars, find communities online. There is a sober black girls club that I found online that hosts meetings you might want to link up with a few girls. Yeah. They are at Sober Black Girls Club on Instagram and they do have a website. 
And then there's also another Instagram community or just community sober girls society that does a lot of virtual link ups and then in real life events. I think they're in the UK. Oh, but UK girlies. Yeah. But you'd be surprised how many people are deciding to explore a sober curious journey. So maybe it would behoove you to open up to your friends. Then it's like, girl, we can explore this mocktail bar together. I'm going to make mocktails at home. Come over. Y'all bring the goodies. It might be more fun or more acceptable than you think. I'm really excited to try like a lot of different zero proof drinks because I haven't really. Mm -hmm. I haven't really tried a lot. Yeah. Shit, have I tried any? I've tried a few. I've tried maybe one. Which I think this is actually a great time to transition to our next segment. Yes. It's time time to to pick pick up up your pen. pen. We're We're dropping a gem. So this is the part of the show where we get to share things that we're really loving, that we're inspired by, that we think the community could benefit. This is also the part of the show where you can call in to the Homegirl Hotline and share what you are loving and different gems that you think the community could benefit from learning. or Share some with us. Yeah, each one, teach one. That number for the Homegirl Hotline is down in the show notes. You can leave a voicemail or text us. Feel free to DM us as well. Some of the homegirls DM us things that are really cool. So we'll share them here. Yes. So speaking of zero proof cocktails. Mm-hmm. There's so many, but the one that I have tried is called Recess. Yes. They have zero proof mocktails that taste really good. They have the grapefruit Paloma. Mm -hmm. They have a margarita, a lime margarita. They have a watermelon watermelon mojito. A ginger lime mule, which is one of my favorites. The mule and the margarita are probably mm, my favorite. So good. The good thing about these drinks is it gives you the good feeling without the drag of the alcohol which is something that i do recognize when i'm drinking i'm like okay we're having a good time like we're feeling like fun girls Mm -hmm. we're feeling like fun girls i would love to have the fun girl feeling without the bad girl drag (laughs) so if that is something that you're looking for if you're looking to explore a zero proof cocktail recess is a good place to start yeah lucky for you we have a discount so you can go to takearecess.com slash bravado mm-hmm. and you can get 15% off to stock up your cabinet yeah. with some zero proof mocktails. I posted about it and so many of the girls were like, oh, I'm interested. I want to. I'm trying to. And they were eating it up. So tap in, y'all. This is a great time for us. Yeah. We're in our mocktail era. Mm-hmm. And that's that one. That. Okay. A really great episode. It was. I hope if nothing else that. It moved you to question mm-hmm. your choices. Don't have to make a decision today. Don't have to make a decision ever. Yeah. But we should always be inquisitive of our actions. And please share the episode with the homegirl. Or you. two or three or four. All of them. Okay. We love y'all so much. We'll see you next week. Love you. Bye. Bye.